0: This episode is the second in our series called Reset. In the sermon, Pastor George Reynolds discusses how our values change in light of the difficult events we faced, and how resetting our values starts with knowing and embracing Jesus. This message was first preached on November 8, 2020, at the Linglestown Life Church in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the Linglestown Life podcast, where our community seeks to love God and love others. Here you'll find timely teachings and encouraging devotionals to help you deepen your faith.
1: Whether you realize it or not, the reality is you've all reset your lives so far this year. I mean, this series uh, uh, called Reset isn't something new to all of us. It's just sort of uh, affirming what's been going on in all of our lives. Uh, If you stop and think about it, how you've done work in the last nine months, right? They sort of reset that. What you eat. How many have you put on 10 pounds? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to ask that question. Um, Actually, we've eaten more at home now. That that's that's been a good thing. Um, How you're worshiping, okay? First of all, I've never seen this room so full before. Um, Well, that's because you're just all spread out. But uh, those of you who are at home, this is not how you anticipated worshiping before. So uh, this has all has has caused all of us to really reconsider what we really value. I mean, if you stop and think about it, sort of in a blink of an eye, this uncontrollable force came into all of our lives, and suddenly your priorities, your goals, your values, they all came into question, right? You had to start questioning, what is it that my goal is for today? What is it that I really value? What are the priorities? I mean, on the surface... On the surface for a while, it was, do I have enough disinfecting wipes and do I have enough toilet paper, right? I mean, that's where we were all back in back in March, right? Do we have all these things? Uh, what, what was taken for granted before all of that happened, now it, this is completely different. When our freedom to, to move about came into question... Uh, We were challenged to decide if our personal liberties outweighed the health of the most vulnerable. And we had to reset some of our thinking about that. And this invisible enemy made all of us suddenly shift what we value, what we prioritize, and what we choose to make the goals of our life. Now, that's not to say that we understand all of this, nor could we even explain it all. But what the pandemic did for all of us was to to sort of quickly level everything out and make us all start to rethink what do we really value. See, suddenly we were forced to make value decisions When you were suddenly stuck at home with your family, okay, you had to make some decisions about your family and how you were going to live, okay? If you have have little ones who are going to school, you suddenly had a new appreciation for teachers, right? Right? Am I right? I mean, suddenly you're like, ah, oh, what? Do, how do I do? How do you do new math? Um, I don't know how to do new math. I don't know how to do the old math either. But that you know, that's a whole different story. No, we we all had to to come to grips with those kind of things, and one of the one of the most important was the importance of relationships. Especially, especially if you had a loved one who was in a hospital or, or in a nursing facility and you could not visit them. We, we came to appreciate relationships in a whole new way. And that brings us to where we are this morning, and that is the challenge of resetting our lives all over again. You know, this time with a whole lot more intentionality rather than being suddenly forced into it. Now, there was a man who was imprisoned. And as he was looking out through the bars of this sparse cell in which he was in, he, he recalled other times that his, his life had been challenged. And, and he contemplated how life had drastically changed for himself. He had come from an influential family. He was well-educated. He held a place of prominence among his peers. And now he sat in a prison cell and he appears to have lost everything the man sitting there in that prison cell appears to have lost everything because of one decision that he made one decision but even as he was sitting there in that cell it was a decision that he would make again and again and again and again And as solitude and time often allow us to have deep inward reflection, the man decided to sit down and write it. Write down what he was reflecting on. By the way, the reason most of us don't have time for deep inward reflection isn't because we've never been to jail. That just, I thought that was funny, and it didn't go over at either service today. So I'm going to take that out for future reference, okay? But listen, listen to this, okay? We're moving through life so rapidly these days that we very rarely have time for deep inward reflection. Now, I'm gonna put a shameless plug in here. If you haven't already listened to last Thursday's podcast, you wanna listen to that because I talk about that very simple part of how we begin to change and reset our lives. And it begins by understanding this frenetic pace at which we're living our lives. And I pose a very interesting question at the beginning. That i'm not going to give you the answer for you'll have to listen to the podcast but my question was very simple how fast does god walk how fast does god walk okay listen to the podcast you'll get the answer to that but anyway here is this guy who who's who's sitting down he has this time to reflect he begins to write this out because he wanted to be certain that his decision would be remembered for generations to come and because he did not know how much time he had left to write his story he began to write it out now i don't know if that account sounds at all familiar to you but the man in prison was the apostle paul and the account of his life is what he penned two thousand years ago and people are still reading it today here in the scriptures and is still helping people to process to process how we reset our lives in 2020 so we want to take a look at, at a section of that this morning and uh, we'll see how this goes uh you're you're in the right slide there rich something happened to my slides so i have to jump around here he says this but whatever were gains to me i now consider loss for the sake of christ so whatever were gains to me and, and think about this passage for a moment what have you gained in life whatever were gains to me i now consider a loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. Read this last line with me. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. See, when we first meet the apostle paul in the book of acts he he was going of course by another name he was going by the name of saul Uh, he had an impressive resume He, he documented it in the verses that came right before this he he talks about the fact that he was a pharisee which meant that he kept all 635 commandments better than anybody else did he was from the tribe of benjamin which was a big thing in those days and what set him apart from everybody else was the zeal for which he had to protect this ancient faith that he held. And that's why when we first meet saul he he's just simply overseeing the death of stephen and uh, and and then Saul, because he was so passionate about his faith he he was going around, and he was persecuting Christians first in Jerusalem, and then he decided to extend the reach of his persecution and decided to head north to Damascus. And it was on that journey to Damascus that he had an encounter with the living, resurrected Jesus. And thus began a whole sequence of events that would transform Saul into Paul that would lead to the establishment of churches, not just across the Roman Empire, but literally around the world. Eventually, this choice, this decision, would lead to Paul's imprisonment, where he would have the time to sit down and write to us his evaluation of what he really valued in life. Now, let me be honest about something today. I don't want any of you to have to have Paul's prison experience to have the time to reset what you really value in life. But at times, it takes all of us some sort of a life-altering experience, something like what we're going through now, to really have the opportunity to stop and consider what we really value and why we value it see folks if we're going to reset what we value in life we have to learn the lessons that the apostle paul learned and as paul looked back while he's sitting in this prison cell writing this letter to the to, to the philippians as he's looking back at all these things that he once considered important being a pharisee being from the tribe of benjamin being zealous for his faith to the point that he persecuted people Paul looked at all of it, and what did he call it? He, he called it garbage. He called it garbage. All those outward things that people envied about Paul, his righteousness, his pedigree, his learning. To him, it was garbage. It was meaningless. I like the way the, the Passion translation puts it. it says, he says, it's all like a pile of Yeah, say that word really loud. It's like a pile of yeah. That's a good way to think about it. Okay. But look what he says here. He says, all of those things that I've ever valued in life, he said, it's like a pile of manure to me now, so that I may be enriched in the reality of, look at what this is important to him knowing Jesus Christ and embracing him as Lord in all of his greatness. Paul concluded that there was only one thing that was of value in his life, and that was knowing Jesus and embracing him as our Lord. Now, the, the second song we sang this morning, I was gonna have, have Rich pull the, the, the words back up there, but it talks about, about the embrace of God and how God embraces us. But you know, there, there's another thing that we can think about here when it comes to embracing things. If if you're going to embrace someone, it means that you can't be embracing something else at the same time, right? I mean, if you're gonna if I'm gonna if I'm gonna embrace my teacup here if i'm going to embrace this it means that if i want to embrace something else what do i have to do i have to drop it i can only embrace one thing at a time and i think that's the truth that paul wants us to understand today and we have to embrace jesus as a lord because you see, any reset in our lives needs to begin here. It needs to begin with knowing Jesus and embracing him as Lord, because a relationship with Jesus, one where Jesus takes the very first place in every area of our life, is the foundation for resetting our lives. I mean the reason paul said that apart from knowing jesus everything else is garbage or a pile of manure was because after having everything after losing everything jesus was the only thing that really was of value in his life needs me to ask you a couple questions this morning are are you as passionate about your relationship with Jesus as Paul was, that everything else pales in comparison to it? Are you as passionate about your relationship with Jesus as Paul was? So that even if you are sitting in in a prison cell, you realize that there is only one thing of value in your life. For Paul, it was a reset of relationships, a reset of habits, a reset of pursuits. The same is true for us. We have to have a reset of our relationships, a reset of our our habits, a reset of our pursuits in life. And it all begins with the desire to know Jesus and embrace him as our Lord. So another question, are you willing to reset and place such amazing value in your relationship with Jesus? are you really willing to reset and place such an amazing value in your relationship with jesus because resetting our values and what's important to us changes our goal to one of truly knowing christ now you could you could make the point today that the pandemic has caused all of us to do a lot of reassessing right to reassess what's really of first importance in our lives i mean for some of you when you suddenly had to spend more time with your family it brought into it brought into sharp focus just how out of whack our daily lives oftentimes are can i get an amen at least I, i think looking around hearing everybody's story i think that's true resetting our lives to put jesus first will reveal listen if we put jesus first it's going to reveal we've put a lot of things ahead of jesus and so one good outcome of the pandemic might simply be if we are willing to acknowledge that we've put so many other things in front of Jesus. So there sits Paul in a prison cell, reflecting on his life. He's reflecting on all the things that he's been through. I mean, Paul's been beaten. He's been stoned. He's been, he's been shipwrecked. Everything that could possibly go wrong has gone wrong in his life and what he learned from all of these experiences was to daily evaluate what was most important based upon based upon knowing jesus and embracing him as a lord and that's why that's why paul was willing to keep going back to to cities where he had been thrown out of before Even when his life was threatened, he would go back because there was one controlling value in his life, and that was to know Jesus and to embrace him as his Lord. And one of the truths from Paul's life was that he understood the value of the eternal over the temporary. You see, Paul Paul had his eye on life beyond this life. Not that he he ignored in any way this life, but Paul understood that this life and all it had to offer is really temporary. And when you stop and you think about it from that perspective, what's going to last and what's not, that simple truth will impact your decisions as to what you really value in life as you evaluate where where you're going to invest your time where you're going to invest your talent where you're going to invest your treasures the question you should ask is what will be the eternal impact of my investment what is going to be the eternal impact of my investment jesus said it this way he said this in, in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21. He said, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in where? Store up treasures in heaven where moth and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. There is where the things that you truly value are going to be. See, if we take seriously Jesus' words, if we take seriously Jesus' words, it's going to lead us to prioritize what will last and what will not. It was the, it was the guiding principle, I think, for Paul and how he lived his life. But, but uh, think about this for a moment. Why does it take a life-changing moment like a pandemic to get our priorities back in order? Because sometimes, because sometimes it just takes a life-changing moment to awaken us to how far, how far we've really strayed from what we truly value. you know anybody who's gone through a through a a major illness or a life-threatening illness of some sort or even a diagnosis that that means that life is coming to an end shorter than what we thought it was going to be what do those people do they begin they begin to examine their life they begin to question if what they were pursuing will really last Was what they were pursuing really worth all the time, all the treasures, all of that that they invested into it? For all of us, if nothing else, the pandemic has been that life-changing moment for us where we've had to question what we really value. We've had to examine our relationships. We've had to reset the priorities in our life when paul was in that prison cell in rome he didn't have any regrets everything he had been through he didn't have any regrets he knew that what he valued above all was knowing jesus christ and embracing him as lord knowing jesus and embracing him as lord that's what it all comes down to he knew that having jesus first in his life that nothing else mattered but everything mattered if it was built on the foundation of that relationship where he knew jesus and embraced him as his lord see he knew that this life while it was temporary would go on and on and on because he knew that his priorities were going to have an impact beyond today. So I want you to think about this as we we wrap up here today. As you slow down sometime this week, as as you take a few moments to be silent, I hope that you'll ask yourself these questions. And for those of you here in the room, if you have a bulletin, they're on the back of your bulletin. And I seriously hope you'll take time to think about this. So the first question is this do I prioritize? Do I prioritize knowing Jesus Christ and embrace Him as Lord in every area of my life? Is this the priority that everything else in my life is built on? Or is Jesus just an hour on Sunday morning? You see, to prioritize knowing Jesus and embracing him as our Lord means that. That all 168 hours of the week, Jesus is our first priority. All 365 days of the year, Jesus is our first priority. Everything else flows from that place. Do I prioritize Jesus Christ and embracing him as Lord? And I could go on for another hour talking about what it means to embrace him as Lord. second question. It's up here. There it is. Second question. Am I prioritizing my relationships so that they have eternal consequences? Am I prioritizing my relationships so that they have eternal consequences? You see, we want to make sure that our relationships are going to last much longer than just this lifetime. We want to make sure that the relationships that we have with other people are going to make a difference, not just today, but out into the future. Because if we only have this short-sighted view of our relationships as something that we can have now and dispose of later, and then that's, that's just no way to live. We have to prioritize our relationships so that they all have eternal consequences, not just temporary things of life, but eternal things of life. See, Paul's experience with Jesus, the risen Savior on the Damascus Road, gave him confidence to reset his life. Confidence to know that he could reset his life because because the one that he trusted in Jesus had it all. Everything he would ever need for his life was found in Jesus. And Paul knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that nothing could compare to that relationship that he had with Jesus Christ. And from that experience with Jesus on the Damascus Road, all of Paul's values, all of his priorities were reset. And so my invitation to you today is very simple. Have you begun to have a relationship with Jesus Christ where he is the number one priority in your life? Where he begins to be that foundation from which we build everything else that we value in life. Whether it's your first time to make that commitment to him, whether it's whether it's a an opportunity today to reaffirm that relationship with him it is the basis on which everything in our life needs to be built and once you begin that relationship i can guarantee you that jesus will help you to reset your life every area of your life jesus will empower you to affirm what is really worthy of giving your life For the one who gave his life for you will you join me in a word prayer lord jesus as we pause today we know that it's easy to lose track of what's really valuable in life it's really easy for us in so many ways to to allow other things to begin to take on a priority that pushes you out of sight out of mind so today lord i just pray that each and every one of us might remember i truly remember that you need to be the foundation of everything in our life help us to take hold of that for which you have taken hold of us help us to to be able to renew and to affirm that relationship that you have for each and every one of us. And if you've never had the opportunity to make that relationship known with Jesus, may today be that day that you invite him to be your Savior and your Lord so that you can begin to build everything in your life from his foundation. Lord, give us your spirit so that we might prioritize all of our lives. For we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us on the Linglestown Life podcast. If this message was meaningful to you, we hope that you will leave a review and share it with others. If you want to know more about our church or would like to attend a service or community event, find out more at www.linglestownlife.org. God bless you and may you go forth to love God and love others.